Welcome to the Miracles and Wellness Podcast. My name is Clarissa Booker and I'm your life and wellness coach and also a beauty expert. I am so happy and grateful that you are here. We'll be discussing all things health and wellness, feeling empowered and loving yourself more while connecting your mind, body and spirit. Always know that you can manifest whatever you desire for your greater well-being in your life because I believe that miracles are for everyone. Hello there, friends. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about stress and belly fat, that unwanted area that we are all striving for in one way or another, right? The little tummy. Now, stress and your stress hormones affect your weight around your belly a lot. Okay, guys? We're just going to go over a few ways that you can help kind of reduce your stress so we could, you know, kind of lower down that muffin top a little bit. Because a stressful event, okay, so when there's a stressful event, your cortisol levels rise. That's your hormone linked to your stress, okay? And it gives you a surge of energy and it just helps you deal with the event that's going on. But when you're like in prolonged stress, it just doesn't go back down. It just stays heightened, you know? And so it needs somewhere to go, so it starts affecting your belly. There's even been studies done that shows that individuals with higher levels of cortisol in their bodies usually have a larger waist measurements and they have a higher body mass index. When you hear about the BMI, compared to those with lower levels of stress, okay? Also, another one was done that found with higher long-term cortisol levels are strongly linked to having abdominal obesity. So ultimately, we want to strive for having lower stress levels for a multitude of reasons. There's so many reasons out there. But today, we're gonna talk about our little bellies, okay? So for one thing you can do is to nourish your body regularly. Feeding your body, feeding your mind, all the things with some good nutrient-dense foods, okay? So then you'll be less prone to stress and cravings because then you wind up getting stress-induced cravings. So then that sweet tooth might kick in, you know? You like, you'll just start, you're feeling upset and you're anxious and you might grab a Twinkie or something like that, you know? I can't remember the last time I've even seen a Twinkie. <laughs> that just popped into my head. So you'll be more prone to eating those foods like that. You know, you be you just that sweet tooth kicks in, for example. I mean, it could be a multitude of things. It's not always food. And it's different kinds of food also. And it's not necessarily only about eating unhealthy food. Ultimately, you could be eating anything, even if it's, you know, termed, quote, healthy. But if you're not hungry, you might just be feeding your body for no reason, okay? You don't need the whatever nutrients it is that you're trying to consume. You're just eating it to deal with whatever emotion or whatever stressful situation that's going on with you instead of trying to deal with it in another way, okay? So we want to think of like food as like energy of love, you know? Food is good. We want to have a good relationship with food. Sometimes over the years, we just, we get into unhealthy relationships with food, right? And then one thing is that we use food to cope. So if we're stressed, we're going through some kind of emotion, sometimes we reach for the food, right? And stress carries the energy of more like fear. So we wanna, we'll just say food, nourishing nutrient-dense food is love and the stress is like the fear and the panic. 
And so we're panicking. We're trying to figure out a way to deal with our panic or that fear of whatever it is that's causing this in our body right now. So we might reach for the food or we might reach for something else, right? So ideally, trying to have a balanced diet, right, that's overflowing with plants, you know, I just say plants, right, because it feeds our body goodness. The more fruits and veggies we have and on our plate, the better. It's a natural way to fight disease, a natural way to heighten our mood, you know. And I never say that you have to be 100% vegan. If you are, that's wonderful. But also keep in mind to not eat the, a lot of processed food because you still, no matter what way you eat, you still can be unhealthy. So we want to be mindful of that. I mean, because you get um, be a vegetarian or be a vegan and your plate could be full of all the processed food, right? Or you can still eat junk food. There's always a way to get around something. So just paying attention to that. So eating a balanced diet, overflowing with more plants, the better, okay? In its raw form. That's saying you don't have to exactly eat it raw, but you know, eating the actual leaves. Like I like to go to farmer's markets on the weekend whenever I have some time, especially now, now the weather's even getting better because, you know, we're in that transition of like summer, fall. So even today was like, it was like cool outside. It actually felt very refreshing. And then this weekend I went and so I was out the market. It was just a beautiful day, you know, just going out, looking at whatever fruit and fresh veggies they had. I might still cook them, but it's still in as close to raw form as possible compared to getting something out of a box. You, you know, that's what I'm saying. So, and it's just going to help your body and your mind feel more nurtured. And you'll have less cravings this way as well. Just eating it in that way, your body's going to get the nutrients that it needs, okay? So, ideally, putting more nutrients and more and nourishing your body more will ultimately help you also deal with those stress levels and keep your belly down okay because all that sugar and all that unnecessary calories that you don't need not saying count calories but whenever you're consuming way more than you actually need then it's going to go somewhere but do not count calories okay you know how i feel about that and also so we're talking about nourishing your body with good foods. And what goes hand in hand with that is hydration, okay? When you are hydrated, you just function better. I mean, sometimes I will think I'm hungry, for example, but I'm just thirsty. Like if I've been running ragged and I just need to sit down and be like, look, sis, what are you, what are you doing? Are you doing it again? And so just sitting down and just having water. Sometimes you're just thirsty. You know, your body is dehydrated and it's lacking the nourishment of the, the hydration, okay? So it helps you function better, you know, and sometimes if you're stressed out, you might get like some brain fog, you know, you just, you know, you're, you're, you start getting foggy because you're dehydrated. I mean, we, our, our bodies is made up of so much of water. So drinking lots and lots of water, like I love to carry a jug around with me to make sure that I'm hydrated. I drink it all day. You know, and also you can eat foods that are that are high in their water content, you know. Thankfully, my son loves cucumbers, you know, so they have, you know, heavy water content, watermelon, you know, because fruit is good for you, you know, so staying nice and hydrated. I mean, even, you know, the more stressed you get, the more water. 
I mean, water helps with your metabolism, your digestion. It helps you think more clearly, you know, and also it helps you absorb your nutrients better. So whenever you're eating your nutrient-dense food, right, and you're drinking your water, it helps it absorb into your body better, right? So it goes hand in hand, hand in hand, you know? And so doing this, it'll help with that sweet tooth, you know? So just taking a moment just to try our best to make sure that we're nourishing our body with what it needs. And sometimes your body will just tell you. You ever just have like a craving for something random? You know, that's your body telling you it needs whatever nutrient that is that's in it. It might be missing something. So just trying to listen to your body. I mean, trying your best to listen to your intuition. I mean, this kind of has a gray area because you might be like, my intuition wants cookies, you know, but you're like, no, that's, that's not really it. Says, look, that's not it. Your body's not telling you it needs cookies, okay? You know, but that might be correlating to something else, okay? So then you got to dig deeper. Like, what is this trying to tell me, all right? Why do I feel I need this sugar right now? It's not that I necessarily need cookies. I don't need that sugar, but it's, it's connected to something else and taking the time to figure what that is. So when you're trying to figure this out, it's good to have some tools to support with you when you're feeling stressed out, okay? And then ultimately, also, you wanna give yourself self-love and compassion. So a lot of times we're so hard on ourselves, right? You know, from wherever that comes from. Maybe we're having I'm not, I'm a not good enough complex at the moment. Maybe you mess something up. And it's okay to mess up. You just get back up and keep going, right? Don't get stuck. Just figure it out. Take a moment. You need to breathe right quick? Then do that. Do you need to center yourself? Then do that. But don't allow yourself to get stuck somewhere. It's okay. We're human. We're going to go through things and we're going to feel things. You should have feel all your emotions. It's allowed. What we want to do is just to have tools to bring us out of it quicker, right? That's why the breathing is wonderful. Mindfulness practices are wonderful. I mean, I live by these things, you know, because I'm just like everybody else. We all have things going on in our life, right? But we want to do is we just want to have those tools. So the mindfulness practice will definitely help out with stress eating, you know, emotional eating. Checking in with yourself. Am I really hungry? Taking those deep breaths. Doing some breathing exercises, you know. that You could do that at any point in the day. And you feeling stressed out, you know. Anything can happen, you know. We're super busy. We're highly productive people. And you have a project due. You just sit back and breathe. You're like, mm, I don't know why I agreed to do this. But I did it now and I just got to get it done. And you just sit there. Take a moment. Close your eyes, take some deep breaths in slowly, hold your breath, release it, and you will come back down and it will help your nervous system rather fast, rather quickly. And you just do this, go through a sequence of these, okay? Incorporate this into your everyday life. It will benefit you. Sometimes somebody talking at you and you just, you just got that, mm-hmm, okay, and you just close your eyes right quick and just go into your moment so that you can recenter yourself. You know, yoga, yoga is absolutely phenomenal for so many reasons. But you know, the practice is also meditative in the sense, and there's so many different kinds, right? Just going through that, and it also stretches your muscles, and it's giving you that calisthenics for strength, you know? So it's doing all of these things, and you wind up feeling amazing, you know? Then you meditate at the end, you know? 
You could lay down a savasana. You could sit up and do a meditation. You could finish with a meditation practice. All of this is incorporated. And then you're breathing through your movements. You're taking these lovely breaths. They're soothing as they go through your body. Be like if you feel tense, but like your, your shoulders are tense. Do some heart openers, you know, do, do your work on your back bends. Breathe into that area. Just release it and let it go. You know, be like, be like in the morning, I'm going to do 10 minutes of yoga. Even those 10 minutes will help you to start your day. You know, just be like, I need this time right here, guys. Just, I need to do this for me. Okay. So I'm going to do this. Moving your body. You know, all this could be part of your mindfulness practice. Doing all this as a way to help you release the stress. And then also all these things that you're doing, all these tools and all these ways, it's just going to help with your belly, right? Say you are working through these breathing exercises. Instead of reaching for the cookies, you sat there and you took a moment to breathe deeply into whatever it was that's going on in your head. You don't have to succumb to that, right? You could be like, okay, Instead of before I, you could be like, before I reach for this cookie, I'm just going to sit here for a moment and close my eyes and do some deep breathing. And you might do that for a couple of minutes and you open your eyes and you'd be like, man, I feel, I feel a little better right now. I feel a lot better. And then you look and then you like, you're back focused. You don't even need the cookies. I'm like picking on cookies today, right? And you know, you do that or you do your yoga practice, man, you feel so good afterwards. You go have a green drink, you know, it's like you just don't know. It just changes you up so much and it's going to calm your nervous system, right? It's just going to result in better decision making and you're going to feel great about that. And then you're going to sit there and you're going to feel so much better because you took the time to not succumb to whatever that is that you were going to do. Whether it be sweets or just eating excess of anything just to eat it. You know, you could still eat healthy, but maybe eat overboard with it or go into a binge. It's still not good for your body. Or maybe that's a drink. Or maybe that's something else that you put into your body. You know, you could do anything excessively to deal with your stress. There's so many different things. It's not just food. You know, but since I'm very much into health, whether it's your high blood pressure, whether you have diabetes, you're trying to work through cancer, whatever this is, nutrition is a big part of that. Okay. It's just all the lifestyle habits in general, you know, and stress is a very big component that sometimes gets neglected because people are so used to being stressful that they think it's normal and it's not. Okay. We're supposed to live calm and be happy. You're not supposed to live for the vacation. Okay, guys? Not living for the vacation. But it's not your fault, my fault, or anybody. It's just that it's how we're conditioned sometimes. But we are knowing now that that's not the way. Meditation and mindfulness are very big now. And it's great that it's becoming more mainstream to more people. More people are open to it. You know, because it's just it's so soothing and it helps so much. And another thing you can do is connect with nature, whatever this is, right? Just going for a walk outside, getting that vitamin D in, soaking in a little sun with your sunblock on, because you know I'm also a beauty expert. Don't forget your sunblock. Just taking a walk outside, just moving your body. So you get two things in one, right? You're moving your body and you're getting your sunlight in. You're getting that nature just 
isn't it just wonderful on a gorgeous day just walking outside i mean i love going into the park and just like walking around in the trees a beautiful sky it just feels so good and it just helps your body just wake up naturally it just helps it it can also help your memory so let's say you were stressed about something you had to do for work or with your family and you can't figure it out just clearing your mind and going for work could spark your memory, can spark your creativity if you need to think of something that you need to do, right? And you just feel naturally happier. It's just very calming, you know, just going for a walk on a path or, you know, even if you're in a city, depending on wherever you are, just get outside. You know, nature can help you heal and concentrate. And then after that wonderful walk and your meditation, just some good quality sleep sleep hygiene right just getting that good quality sleep in there at least ideally seven hours even though it's different for everybody but seven hours of sleep uninterrupted sleep will help you a lot and also whenever your sleep is messed up that affects your immune system as well as your stress levels so just getting a good ritual for your sleep in your good sleep hygiene going. And you also can listen to episode 18 where it's about insomnia and getting a good sleep hygiene going so that you can help have good, better quality sleep because it affects everything. If you are tired, you're even more stressed out and you can be snappy because you're just all off, right? Okay, so I hope this helped you today. And just to recap, we talked about nourishing your body with good nutrient-dense food, staying hydrated, also, just incorporating mindfulness into your day, especially breathing, because that helps with lowering your stress levels rather quickly. Um, just being out in nature and just moving your body, going for a nice walk, and also good sleep hygiene. All right, guys. And so I hope you enjoyed this. And also, I would love to know any questions you might have in your thoughts. You can, you can also come over to the Facebook group which is bit.ly.com forward slash wellbeing group. And the link is also down there in the show notes. And just let me know any questions you might have. Leave a review, give me your thoughts and anything you would love to know about because I'm here for you. All right, until next time. Do I my mommy show? Leave her review. Bye guys. Thank you so much for coming by. And if you enjoyed the show, I would love for you to head over to iTunes, subscribe, share, and leave a written review at Miracles and Wellness. I would love to know your thoughts and what you would like for me to talk about next. Also, let's connect on Instagram at Clarissa D. Booker. Until next time, love and light.